to the Plutocracy Report on the great PRN. Well, this week I'll be your melancholy host, Vince Marcanti. It's 2020, baby! And we are now in our third year of existence and still have yet to influence a massive protest to overthrow our plutocratic government. How is that possible? Have I not made myself clear? Is the evidence not strong enough? Are the tens of Dozens of our brilliant listeners, not a large enough group to overthrow the most powerful government in history? Well, yeah, I guess it would help if we had about 100 million more of us who knew that we must end plutocracy before it ends us. But it's probably not going to happen while the stock market is at all-time highs and the level of propaganda, distraction, delusion, and division is at all-time highs as well. And so is the level of truth, censorship, and rational investigation. I got to tell you, there's so much to talk about, and it's overloading my mind right now. But I'm going to try to get into some critical factors that keep people's minds in total delusion and submission. We have to end the righty and lefty blame game that keeps us from uniting against our one common enemy, Sheepy still trapped on one side of the dichotomy of division can't be rational about new ideas yet. They, they can't even come up with any. That's all they know. That's the dichotomy of division. It's either socialism or capitalism. Nothing else. We have to fight plutocrat propaganda with rational reality and real out-of-the-box solutions. And it, it is a fight. I mentioned last show about the volunteer sheepy police. And they're still at it. They're a big factor in silencing voices of truth and revolution. Well, I don't know. I guess I'm the only one talking about total insurrection. And they're trying to get me to quit. I have people who insult my show and my views, even my intelligence, which is a mistake. (laughs) You know, because I can easily expose their own ignorance of reality and prove who the true idiot is. At which time they stop responding. But you know what? The damage is done because I waste my time replying to these idiots. And I hate to admit it, it does affect me and makes me feel pessimistic. Which might be the goal. I guess that probably is the goal. I also should openly admit that it's been hard for me to keep optimism for plutocracy overthrow. Even as people all over the world are waking up and protesting. You know why? Because the armed plutocrat protection forces of order-following automatons are still fighting the people and serving the elite in every country. And what they will do for a paycheck is seemingly limitless. Well, it seems that way for now. That can change. Blinding people in Chile. Have you seen that? It's horrible. Here's a headline from Chile on a post that I put up on Facebook. It's a picture of this poor guy getting crushed between two police jeeps. And it says, They did it on purpose. Protester crushed between police jeeps. Latest victim of month-long Chilean crackdown on dissent. You effing cops suck. 
These cops are traitors and rats. All over the world, they're protectors of plutocracy. A lot has happened to me since our last show. I try to debate with righty sheepies. You know, I don't know why. Maybe because it's a challenge. And, you know, it, it's a challenge indeed. But it is exasperating. And I don't know. Maybe it's hopeless. Maybe I should give up wasting my time on them. I don't know for sure. But I want to change toxic beliefs in the sheepies in both herds. I got to tell you, it's disheartening to me and sometimes makes me want to give up on humanity and the plutocracy report. And I'm sorry I was unavailable last week. But I'm back, baby. Maybe that's why I need to hear from like-minded people like you wonderful Pluto heads out there and why I appreciate your emails so much. You keep me going. Thanks to all of you who write to me. You know, not including you asshole critics who all, almost got me to quit. I'm kidding. If you want to criticize me, go ahead. I, I can take it. All the people I admire have been criticized terribly, so why can't I take it? I can. No more will I give in to feeling sorry for myself because someone didn't like something I said or how I said it or the music I play or the phone calls I take. Whatever. I do what I do, and I ain't going to listen to you. <laughs> Whatever. I understand the dark feelings of hopelessness, and that's what I wanted to fight here. But, I mean, look at the kind of people who are still getting elected, like Bolsonaro. I mean, how did they vote for that soulless rat? Freaking dumbass people over there. I, we got right-wingers in Bolivia now, you know, the the one place in south america that we could say well you know a good uh humane type of leader is there at least he's not perfect but he's not a freaking violent bastard capitalist fool who bows down to plutocrats he's gone now they got fascists there now how, how about boris the wanker johnson in britain he wins in a landslide i mean you know there's a lot of bad news out there but i don't know Let's stay optimistic. Here's one thing I want to point out, though. If Bernie Sanders isn't president in America in 2020 and Trump is reelected, I'm sorry, it's over. I, I give up on humanity. Because at least Bernie would signal an incremental shift to humanity over profits. And it's always up to us to get anything done. You know, Bernie can't do anything in government without us, the people demanding it. Because the, the entire Congress is under the thumb of the plutocrats. We need a revolution no matter what, but electing Bernie would show we at least have a majority of rational people and we can unite to overthrow the House and Senate and remove the plutocrat puppets. Uh, I don't know what chances we have to succeed at this. Because we have a nation full of idiots that cling to their biases as if their life depends on it. Yeah, my friends, I'm down again. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I get depressed. I can't help it. It's part of me. I've always been like this. I have an overabundance of empathy and concern for others. And I can't hide it, and I don't want to hide it. I'm honest about everything, and I never tried to act like someone I'm not or hide my feelings. You know, when someone comes up and says, hey, Vince, how you doing? I'll be like, eh, you really want to know? Because I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm not just going to say, fine. 
I get depressed sometimes, and it's just part of nature to me. I mean, the way things are, how can I not? And I don't know how to self-guru myself out of depression, you know. And remember Juan the guru? Well, he didn't help me, if you remember how that played out. I I just got to let the whole thing play out. I mean, maybe I'm going through a metamorphosis, and when this dark cloud lifts, I will be stronger and a better warrior against the plutocrats. I kind of got overwhelmed with the negative energy waves of helplessness over the holidays, and I don't feel like a warrior lately. I just feel like a vulnerable victim. (laughs) Maybe I just get sad at Christmas time or around this time of year because I get sad over the death of family members and friends who I miss more so this time of year I guess I don't know why I'll tell you what really disappoints me the freaking human race disappoints me and I feel like this country is like an insane asylum and delusional and inhumane people make me sick literally and the worst part of all is my lovable cat is dying the poor little guy (laughs) whatever Life goes on. We have two sheep herds to deal with. Dummy crats are dumb and delusional, but at least they have some compassion in their manufactured ideology, and they can try to understand what's wrong with having greedy elites ruling the world, even if some pretend to be dummy crats like Bloomberg and Soros. Ugh, God, those are two scumbag, narcissistic rats. F off and die, you greedy old pricks. Sorry. Sorry, I'm going to try to control my temper this show. Uh, Well, the righties are downright brain dead and have no empathy, and they feel empowered with this greedy old narcissistic prick Donnie Boy chump. They think that everything is going great now. In fact, the best economy ever, and Trump is the best president ever, and it's only going to get better if we reelect this idiot. Like, a good example is what this Trump-tard announced on Facebook. She wrote, finally, we have a president for the people. (laughs) And she posted under it uh, this headline, Trump's stock market rally is far outpacing past U.S. presidents. Woo-wee! Yep, he did it all with his brain power. And everyone is rich now. And the homeless love being homeless. Because they're lazy bums. They don't want to work. They don't want a job. Because anyone can be rich now. You can go to McDonald's and make so much freaking money you'll be rich. This is what I had to hear from a freaking family member over the holidays. I won't even begin to tell you how racist he is. And he's freaking related to me. Can you imagine that? I felt contaminated with toxic filth (laughs) after... seeing him and listening to his ideology. And it takes me days to purge the awful experience of being related to a hateful right-wing sheepy asshole. (laughs) They think Trump is for the people and things have never been better. My question is, how long can that go on? Oh, which, by the way, is the title of the newest song I'm working on. Yeah, who cares anyways? Well, I have to get more into this crazy stuff that is in the minds of these hateful right-wing idiots because it's it's important we know what they believe no matter how frightening it is 
we have to get in their minds in order to try to reason with some of them. I mean, some are hopeless. And the best thing they can do for humanity is die a quick and lonely death. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Sorry again. All right. <laughs> we are a divided nation, and that is exceptionally good for the plutocrat power structure. To change that, we need to understand what's in the minds of morons. But before I get into that, I want to report on some sad reality about the British sheepy fools. And then later I'll try to get to my climate change slash geoengineering commentary. Remember that I promised I'd get to from last show? We'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of ranting and going off today. I don't really have much of a plan. A miserable event happened in Britain. The limey sheepies have proven to be just as dumb as American sheepies. And they have tied us for most idiotic brain-dead people in the world! All the U.S. vassal states are similar because the plutocrat propaganda is used in much the same way everywhere. I mean, Australia is just as stupid as Britain and the U.S. And so is France. I mean... Pretty much they still are, but at least they're protesting now. And they must fight on until they overthrow their government, not just get some pension reforms. I mean, threaten them with a guillotine, my revolutionary comrades. Off with their heads! But in general, people are still dumb and subservient to plutocrats all over. Okay, so on December 12th, the brain-dead sheepies elected one of the biggest Dim-witted plutocrat puppets in history. You know, only second to Trumpy Dumpty. What's even more upsetting is that he beat a true humanitarian who has been on the right side of history for 30 years. Jeremy Corburn. There are two reasons he lost, and both are irrational. First, because his party, the Labor Party, is as deceptive and horrible as the Democrat party is here in the U.S. I mean, they are a neoliberal war party, just like our Democrats here, you know, like Tony Blair, who was a puppet to the plutocrats and did everything Georgie Boy Bush wanted him to, and David Cameron, you know, who was a slimy rat, who did whatever Obama wanted, and... You know, the plutocrats are behind our presidents, of course. But David Cameron was great for the plutocrats, you know. He did whatever they wanted, like destroying Libya and Syria. Now, when Cameron went to the commons to propose bombing Libya, 557 MPs voted with him, but Corbyn voted against it. Because he's a man of principle and morals. He was also against deploying Britain's air power over Syria. And you know what? He was called non-patriotic for that. That's all they ever did was attack the man for having a mind of his own and a conscience. When Ratface Tony Blair told the House that Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction not only justified invasion of Iraq, but necessitated it, as an urgent act of self-preservation, and those who were against it were branded appeasers and cowards. Among them, Jeremy Corburn, who always voted his conscience. 
as well as being against illegal and inhumane war for plutocrat plunder, he has also been on the side of human rights. He has always been against Israeli oppression of Palestinians. Corburn is known for his solidarity with the Palestinian cause and Arab issues. Jeremy has sought solidarity with them for many years and still does today. He vowed on several occasions to work to impose a ban on the sale of weapons to Israel. He also attacked the policies of Israel throughout the 34 years of his membership in Parliament and has repeatedly expressed support for the boycott of Israel, just like me and Roger Waters. And instead they picked the other buffoon? He also visited Gaza in 2014. Corburn is a brave man, and he voted 553 times in Parliament against his own party's positions. That is true leadership, and the limey idiots didn't care. They voted for a scumbag, conservative, plutocrat puppet instead of him. I mean, listen to this. This is what they're going to get. One day after the election, head of UK Israeli lobby group announces government plan to ban boycotting Israel. After an election dogged by the weaponization of anti-Semitism, the victorious UK Conservative Party has announced a new legislative push that would prevent the public sector from working with any individual or organization that supports a boycott of Israel's government. So Boris the Bozo Johnson is just like Trump and the Republicans in every way. How nice, huh, you limey idiots. Check it out. Trump signs executive order to punish critics of Israel with Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer by his side. This is what the genius said. We have to get people of our country. <laughs> God darn it. One more time. We have to get the people of our country, of this country, to love Israel more. I have to tell you that. We have to do it. We have to get them to love Israel more. Because you have people that are Jewish and people that are great people. They don't love Israel enough. <laughs> Jesus freaking guy. Oh, for freaking crap's sake. What an idiot this buffoon is. And what a powerful lobby the demonic Zionists are. Same in limey land as it is here. They lambasted Corburn with insults and called him an anti-Semite. And he didn't even tell them to F the hell off. He just mumbled and moaned and talked gibberish like a fool. Stand up and shout the truth, you little wimp. Liberal doesn't have to mean wimpy, Jeremy. Don't be afraid to say it like it is. You blew it. Sorry. God, why am I getting so worked up? I'm just filled with anger this week. I'm sorry, my friends. I hope I don't uh, upset you with all my <laughs> anger. I can't help it. I'm trying. Listen. Jeremy Corbyn is a good man with a good conscience, but I got to admit, he is a little sniveling wimp when it came to the Zionist attacks. Don't back down to them. Okay, so his party affiliation was one reason they didn't vote for a good man, even though he went against his party 553 times. But the plutocrat media smeared him beyond belief, and it shows the power of propaganda and how the people are gullible, sheepy fools. The second issue, which I think was the bigger issue, was over Brexit. 
which is, is just so irrational. It just further proves Brits are as dumb as Americans. Now, let me explain. Now, first, I should admit, I am pro-Brexit and anti-EU plutocrat bankers, as you all should be, and you should have guessed by now. (laughs) I cheered when they passed the referendum to leave the EU plutocrat banking scam, and I hoped it was going to set a precedent, and the EU banking plutocrats would be in panic mode as other nations exited from the EU. Obama and all the neoliberals were against it. Remember him and Cameron with their agenda to try and tell people to vote against it? And they were calling it, you know, a racist referendum over immigration. And the people still won the referendum to leave the EU. And I was proud of the people over there. Was, not anymore. Then they started talking about when and how they would leave. And I said, listen, they're never going to leave. They're just going to kick it down the road and they're going to make a deal where nothing really changes but some terminology that makes it look like they left but still pay to the EU scam system. And, you know, all they've done is dilly-dallied and pushed it off for years. And now they made it a focal point of this election to get the corporate kook candidate to win for the plutocrats' benefit. Now, th- this is a big win for the Pluty elite via plutocrat propaganda that always works like a charm somehow. We still haven't figured it out. Who they, who they want to win, why don't we always vote for the opposite? Because we're too freaking dumb. Here is the reason the British are still sleepy, sheepy idiots for letting this linger so long and having it determine their stupid election of plutocrat propaganda. The people voted for Brexit years ago, and it doesn't matter who's prime minister. It should have happened soon after the vote, and they should have demanded it as if the people really had a voice in their governance, but they don't. They're all just dumb sheepies, just like we are here in the U.S. They allowed them to postpone Brexit by the will of the plutocrats, and they tricked them to wait for elections so they would vote for more of the same. Brexit was the will of the majority and should have nothing to do with the leaders or elections. But they let the plutocrats use it to their benefit. The plutocrats will always win when the people are stupid and divided and demand nothing. Just sit on their asses and think some uh, new freaking hero is going to emerge and save them. The only change that can occur within the global banking nexus is forced change and the people have yet to force any change so the forces of nature will beat us to it and the idiot british voters deserve all the nasty shit there that the conservative plutocrat loving tories will bring them just so you understand how bad this is jeremy corbyn is like the bernie sanders but far better in his voting history and he lost to a plutocratic tool Now, the same propaganda of anti-socialism is being used here. They say Trump will destroy Bernie Sanders if he wins because he's too far left, just like Corburn was. And they say conniving plutocrat puppets like Biden and Booty Judge is the only chance to beat Trump because they're they I think they call them moderates, even though they're just total plutocrat servants. 
This was a horrible thing the British people did, and I will never respect them again unless they revolt and overthrow their plutocrat-controlled government. The British Academy says that the UK's capitalist model is extreme. The Johnson government now has a mandate to put extremism into overdrive. You freaking limey idiots. Just bend over and enjoy getting screwed by a big, greedy, plutocratic dong. And you know what? I hope they privatize your healthcare system so you can be exactly like we are here in the plutocracy capital of the world. All right, I'm done with you idiots over there. You disappointed the hell out of me, you ludicrous, limey, lamos. I guess they figure, why have plutocracy light when you can have the real full flavor? I mean, some are just dumb people fed up with the neoliberal left, and some are extreme anti-social justice idiots. So let's explore what some of these right-wing freaktards believe. New world order, liberal laser beams are making all the fires around the world. You know, in California over the past couple years, and now in Australia, which is baby America. And it's all part of Agenda 21, you know, which is a righty fringe free conspiracy to uphold their beliefs that communism is the goal of the 1% and humans can't heat up the planet or adversely affect the climate in any way, you know, because Al Gore is a commie. So they take some truth and spin it into a conspiracy that allows them to keep their political bullshit beliefs and biases. Here's the truth. Agenda 21 is just a stupid non-binding action plan of the United Nations with regard to sustainable development. It's a product of the Earth Summit held in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil in 1992. Its aim is achieving global sustainable development. It's just a bunch of ideas and goals they came up with that sound warm and humane to some and evil to others. But it's just talking about how to still make money when climate change gets worse. (laughs) That's all it is to it. But they think it's their plan to take over the world based on the age-old socialist scheme of seizing property and redistribution of wealth. (laughs) You know, as if the plutocrats don't already own the freaking world. They think the goal of the 1% is communism, and that's pure hell. You know, because it means the 1% will control our lives. No, actually, that's plutocracy progression, you morons. They want more and more, and they are allowed to take more and more, because idiots like you are so freaking distracted and think it's all about Soros and communism. No, they're already taking over the world. Total control of the world is the expected and accepted progression. We are taking now and have been well before 1992, you morons. This Agenda 21 non-binding action plan means nothing. They will do what they want to do. And right now, all they want is for things to stay the same for as long as possible before the plutonomy inevitably crashes. That's their agenda. And they're ready to improvise. And they have contingency plans. And climate change is freaking real and has the potential to depopulate the planet. 
Yeah, they lie about it. Like, they lie about everything. But they lie in the opposite direction in the case of global warming. You know, they admit it's real, but they downplay the severity of it by far. And, of course, they hide geoengineering. This is scientifically and empirically true. And the only thing that ever mattered is if we take back our government and monetary systems around the world, starting here in the U.S. Anyways, I'd tell you to read Agenda 21. You can if you want. But it, it it's really seems like a boring waste of time. So I'll show you how it's being used by righty freaktards. First, every convoluted conspiracy of conjecture from the righty sheepies is based on climate change denialism. That That's their strongest belief. Only God can affect the climate. And since it's undeniable that climate change is happening right now to any rational mind, they are crawling deeper into their denial pit of ignorance. And it's frightening how strong bias is. It really trumps reality in their mind, by far. They are their belief system, and challenging it is like physically attacking them. Cognitive dissonance, I've talked about it plenty of times. Well, this kooky conspiracy started when this right-wing idiot, Tom Dweezy, who founded the American Policy Center in 1998 that focuses on environmental policy and its effect on private property rights. Don't let them commies take your property. You know, so you probably get it already. So he was yelling about how Agenda 21 is a blueprint to turn your community into a little Soviet. (laughs) Dweezy has continued to deride the dangers of Agenda 21 well into the 21st century. You know, he was making appearances on Fox News, and he fitted it in nicely with the Tea Party movement. Remember that joke? Oh, yeah, that changed a lot, didn't it, you freaks? So it's a big right-wing conspiracy of conjecture. But, I mean, it is true that the plutocrats would love to rule the world with, uh, you know, a one-world currency and one government that secures wealth inequality forever. I mean, that's not a commie plan, you idiots. It's a plutocrat plan. I'm sick of these idiots pretending plutonomy is communism. That's all they do. You know, like that Mike Adams, that biased meathead from Natural News. God, do I hate him because he takes real things like vaccine dangers, but then puts his conjecture into everything else, you know? Uh, And then people think everything he says is BS. So the vaccine issue must be BS because it's coming from this biased fool. I hate that crap. Anyways, this conspiracy is huge. So even if you know nothing about it, listen to me because it's not a joke. Lots of righty freaks are really into this because it blames lefties and socialism for everything that plutocracy has done and will soon bring. And by the way, I hate communism too. It's just giving too much power to the state. Both sides are wrong. My message is we can do things better outside of the dichotomy of division, of communism and socialism. We can do things for the people 
and do it with consensus and intelligence and rationality. All right, I'm sorry. Let me stick with what I got going here before I get uh, sidetracked again. You guys know what I'm talking about by now, if you've been listening a long time. Anyways, uh, do you remember that goofy right-wing gold-peddling pimp, Glenn Beck? Well, he published a dystopian science fiction novel in 2012 called Agenda 21. It was about a version of America where mating parents are arranged, children are raised away from their parents in group homes, and the book's heroine spends hours walking on a sort of treadmill that generates energy in an apartment in a planned community. Oh my God, that's horrible to make your own clean energy and get a workout doing it. I, that, that's actually great. I wish I had an exercise bike or something to make clean energy. And it could be, uh, you know, backup power when the crap hits the fan, so to speak, and the power grid goes down or whatever. I, I think that'd be great. And I think the future, we could move towards sustainable clean energy in ways like that and geothermal and here i go again digressing i'm sorry well (laughs) uh anyways i'm sure glenn beck's book is pretty freaking stupid and i doubt he even wrote it he probably had a someone do it for him that he paid i don't know the guy seems like a moron to me anyways my dystopian novel the last independent i'm sure is way better and more realistic but no one reads it so who gives a shit in the stupid books afterward well glenn beck's book not mine (laughs) in in glenn beck's stupid books afterward it says if the united nations in partnership with radical environmentalist activists and naive local governments get their way then the themes explored in this novel may start to look very familiar very quickly. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, it has become a big rallying story for righty fringe freaks. Agenda 21 I'm talking about. Even neo-Nazi groups have jumped in on the anti-Agenda 21 bandwagon. And, of course, they blame the controversial document on none other than the Jews. Well, you know, you can blame a lot of things on them, but not everything. Even that doofus at Zero Hedge, who has, you know, the righty bias disease, was saying, Agenda 21 is full-spectrum domination by the 1%. You know, and it's got an Agenda 2030 target. And in 2030, I guess I'll finally take over the world. You know, and everything in this non- binding wish list will be fulfilled just as Glenn Beck prophesized and they will achieve their goals under the global warming scam. This, like all types of propaganda, is well planned and it's very effective because an enormous number of politicians, commentators, activists, and, you know, comic book conspiracy theorists and others have swallowed the story of the anti-agenda 21. You know, so that basically makes any kind of rational discussion of the environment and related issues extremely difficult for a considerable amount of people. And that is the goal of this BS, to create 
distraction and division, and any talk of climate change will be part of the liberal plan for Soros to enslave the world. You know, that's why they hate Greta so much. They just hate that freaking girl, and it makes me sick. Remember, that's why I kicked Bruja off the show and haven't had him back. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious behind her that there's a neoliberal agenda uh, to make money off climate change. It's not to use laser beams to burn us all to death and depopulate 95% of us. They still need us now. They're making money off us. It's sickening out there. And this climate of ignorance is well-planned and intentional. And we will do nothing about our collapsing climate and biosphere and just argue about it until we're all dead if we don't defeat this propaganda BS. So check it out. This is the kind of stuff that's going around. I mean, I see it on Facebook and on YouTube, and this is what they like to read. This little bit from Disclose TV. The United Nations, for some people, conjure up images of a benevolent organization intended for the preservation of human life wherever conflict occurs and of encouraging international cooperation and peace. Far from this peaceful image, however, is their little publicized plan to depopulate 95% of the world by 2030. Thus, it is no wild conspiracy theory, but fact. And they call this UN plot Agenda 21. <laughs> United Nations plot to depopulate 95% of the world by 2030. Now, the funny thing is that we actually are guaranteed to see some major disruptions to our societies by then. Due to abrupt and harsh climate change, it's inevitable. But they don't believe climate change, so anything bad that climate change will bring, it's the UN trying to depopulate us. (laughs) That's how they see it. Agenda 21 was United Nations Department of Economic and Social Affairs, Division for Sustainable Development, and was apparently developed as a means of restructuring the world population to lessen environmental impact and achieve an improved quality of life. Oh, how awful is that, huh, you righties? You don't want to improve anyone's quality of life, you son of a guns. One of the main ways of achieving this, however, is through encouraged and direct depopulation. As the UN put it, comprehensive plan of action to be taken globally, nationally, and locally by organizations of the United Nations system, government, and major groups in every area in which humans have impact on the environment. Oh yeah, well I guess that translates exactly to KILL EVERYONE! Oh, these people are morons! They just make crap up! Alright, sorry, it goes on. While this sounds like a positive thing in some... (laughs) Yeah. While this sounds like a positive thing in some aspects, mere policy changes at government level alone cannot create an environment where big enough changes can come about in a short space of time. All right, well, you know what? That's true. Like, if you're talking about population control, uh, I would propose that couples have a two-child limit. 
because that's all you need. You don't, you don't need to have so many freaking kids. And that if you only have two kids per couple, I mean, that's neutral to population growth. And the people who have one kid or none are helping naturally lower the population. And in a rational society, people would agree with that. They'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. But if you pop out three kids, we're not going to kill it. <laughs> you know, you'll just be seen as selfish within your community because, you know, you, you shouldn't you should be happy with two or less. A civilized democratic society isn't going to be inhumane, but we will be rational. And that rationality to some of these righty freaks is like against God's will. And they see it as evil communism. Now it's just rationality. Anyways, he is right that it, it, that wouldn't reduce the population right away. That would take many generations to have a substantial or, you know, measurable reduction to the population, which isn't that big a deal. As long as we don't keep increasing the population, we're, we would have been fine, you know, if we advanced technologically and removed plutocrats from interfering and stagnating our progression socially and technologically. So, like I said a few shows ago, a depopulation event is something that happens fast, like a global epidemic. You know, huge-scale depopulation in a short time. But that's not openly admitted in freaking Agenda 21. Come on, you morons. That's all your own conjecture. Anyways, it goes on. To achieve such huge-scale depopulation with a relatively short deadline, the actions were taken would have to be drastic. Okay, that's how they wrote the stupid article. You know, just so you know, I didn't make that grammatical error. These stupid people who write for idiot right-wing freaks, you know, usually are pretty bad writers. <laughs> Anyways, it goes on. Either a world war, global epidemic, or some kind of widespread starvation caused by massive crop failures would be the only likely ways of achieving this. So are you starting to get the picture now? You know, now that crops are really failing due to climate change, they must think the New World Order is somehow behind it. You know, they're using HARP to create drought and floods, I guess. So any talk of action against climate collapse is going to be uh, called, you know, Agenda 21 and portray Greta as the start of this one-world socialist government through the global warming scam. And any... Green New Deal type of talk will be attacked and called Agenda 21. You see, that's the reason it's out there. Here's the truth. The plans of the plutocrats have been laid out long before Agenda 21 was written, and they are constantly changing their plans to secure this economic structure for as long as possible, the plutonomy. If they decide they need to kill 95% of us, they will. When the time is right, and we need to stop them ASAP. Pretending their nefarious goals has anything to do with a stupid UN report like this is just plain old ignorance based on bias. And there's always an agenda behind it. In this case, it's anti-communism and global warming denialism. The plutocrats have no 
political ideology. The sheepies do. Their only ideology is more power and more money. That's all. They're not communists. We have to break the left and right mind prison and make people understand there are better ways, like governance of truth and consensus. That's what we want. That's what we need. Truth and consensus. We can do it ourselves. We don't need these rats ruling over us. And we don't need BS propaganda. Here's my take on what's going on right now. We just had a long period of above-average temperatures here in Chicago. And as soon as the high-pressure ridge broke, the jet stream normalized. And I suspect that will unnaturally change again soon. You know, then the ridiculously resilient ridge will return, and California will get hot, and we will get cold, and chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. It's going on here. It just happened last uh uh, on New Year's Eve, it happened here, and it got cold for a couple days, and now it's warming up again. But we had, you know, a good two weeks of mild temperatures, and I recorded 70 degrees in the sun on Christmas Day. I posted it on Facebook. <coughs> Excuse me. They reported like 59 degrees as the high that day or something. And the solar radiation management operations were in full gear. I mean, it would probably have been 80 in the sun if the sun wasn't filtered by so much jet aerosols. I mean, it, the sky was incredible looking. It looked like another planet. Damn chemtrail pilots were working overtime on a holiday. And then the next day was even hotter and broke the record. And other than me... No one or no news reports ever even mentioned the words climate change or anything. All they said is, how wonderful the weather is, but reality will return soon, so enjoy it now, as if that warm weather wasn't reality, you know? It was really bizarre, but I, I admit, it was nice. I went golfing, and I walked in the woods, but to me, it was eerie to see you know, spring in the wintertime, and then we get winter in the springtime now. But climate change is, is all fake, right? Yeah, okay, idiots. I think most people have no idea what climate change is or means. And to them, it's either fake or your grandkids to worry about, you know. Maybe a little coastal flooding might happen in 80 years. The popular course of thought for sheepies is, Forget about it. Nothing you can do anyways. Of course, that's pathetic because we can't do something if we took control of our government and we could stop geoengineering immediately. Well, things are happening now that unequivocally prove it's real. And I think people are afraid to confront it. And even if they do research, you know, all the information out there is total denialist bullcrap on the right or downplayed and underestimated commercial media crap on the left. You don't get unfiltered truth, you know, unless you listen to the plutocracy report, which very few people do so far. Facts and alternative research and opinions are hard to come by, and now they're being censored everywhere. So people are seeing climate change play out in real time, and they block it out or cling deeper to their biased denialism. Oh, my God, we went way past the midpoint. In fact, the show's almost over. You know, I, I couldn't stop for a musical therapy song this week. 
I just kept going, and I don't even like music right now. I'm too depressed and angry. (laughs) I don't know if you guys even like my musical segments or my callers. Let me know. Let me know if you do or not. But anyways, I skipped the song this week, and who cares anyways, right? Climate change and environmental degradation is not just harmful for life, but for the plutonomy as well. And I wonder what we will do when the economic house of cards is hit by the winds of reality. It's going to be an opportunity for taking back our government or submitting further to the ultimate plutocrat dictatorship till the end of the suicidal social order structured by sociopaths. They cannot be left to lead us. And the first thing to know that is terribly wrong is geoengineering. And you know what? Geoengineering and pharmacology is the same mentality, and we must stop it. Now, I can't claim to be the first to make this comparison because I heard Dane Wigington say it first, but it's such an obvious and logical assessment because money-minded for-profit interests are in charge of everything. So I saw this commercial for a new injection that kind of might help people deal with their deadly addiction to opioids. Listen to this. Living with opioid addiction can be a struggle, trapped in a cycle of opioid use, withdrawal, and cravings. For adults with moderate to severe opioid addiction whose withdrawal symptoms are controlled by oral buprenorphine for at least seven days, Sublicate may help them keep moving towards recovery. In a study, people treated with once-monthly Sublicate plus counseling were 14 times more likely to have treatment success versus placebo. Sublicate continuously releases the medicine buprenorphine all month with no real daily ups and downs. Buprenorphine is known to reduce cravings and block the rewarding effects of opioids. Sublicate can cause serious, life-threatening reactions and death if injected in a vein or if taken with certain other medicines or illicit drugs. Tell your doctor if you are taking anxiety medicines, sleeping pills, tranquilizers, muscle relaxants, sedatives, antidepressants, antihistamines, or drink alcohol. Call your doctor right away or get emergency help if you feel faint, confused, very sleepy or very hot, are agitated, acting clumsy, breathing more slowly than normal, or have stiff muscles. These can be signs of an overdose or other serious problems. In an emergency, have family members tell the emergency medical staff that you are physically dependent on opioids and are being treated with supplicate. This is not a full list of risks and side effects. Talk to your doctor and read the patient labeling for more information. Don't give up. Ask a doctor if supplicate can help you keep moving towards recovery. Woo-wee, sign me up. That sounds great. Now, let me make clear that I know people who lost loved ones to opioid addiction, and it breaks my heart. So if this drug somehow saved a life, that's great. But come the freak on! Does anyone care about the negative effects? They're not side effects, they're real effects. You're going to let Big Pharma and the American death care system that got you addicted to deadly pills sell you more drugs to help you deal with the deadly addiction they gave you to make huge profits? Yeah, okay. Just trust them. The FDA approved all this crap, so it must be safe. Take the pills to treat a symptom, then take more to treat the side effects, then take the injections to treat the addiction and try to ignore the compounding side effects that include death. Or, you know, it sounds kind of crazy, but maybe consider holistic healing and detoxification and quit taking their pills that alter your natural brain function. Pharmacology is the same mentality they use for geoengineering. 
Treat the symptoms of global warming with short-term pain relief while exacerbating the root cause and killing the patient faster. It's clearly insane and causing further climate damage that could be called side effects. The only thing they will do or know is how to do more of the same. So when they see the negative results of geoengineering and the only way they will deal with it is to double down and do more geoengineering. Uh, you know, until we find a techno fix for climate change, because one thing we can never do is change the way we live and the system that's in place. Brilliant, huh? I just brought this up to further prove how bad we need to take back our government and use humanity and sanity in all aspects, including climate change and health care. I had so much more to say about it, and I wanted to talk about Bernie Sanders, too. And I was going to talk about Trump's new sociopathic buddy, you know, who he pardoned for killing civilians. That's Eddie Gallagher, jerk, who was a murderous sociopath. And, you know, no wonder Trump loves him. Also, I wanted to tell you about the war plutocrats who just launched airstrikes on what they call Iranian-backed forces in Iraq and Syria. And they're gearing up for this... uh confrontation with Iran. Ah, man, I wanted to talk about the Afghanistan papers, too, and how aware people like us already knew everything in it. We said it was a scam from the beginning, and now it's out in the open. The papers described explicit and sustained efforts by the U.S. government to deliberately mislead the public. Oh, how surprising, huh? So they lie to us and waste incredible amounts of money and kill innocent people for an unwinnable cause, right? Oh, man, I didn't know. They're doing exactly what they want. There never was an objective to win anything. Just poppy plunder and tax plunder and trying to justify an obscenely wasteful military budget year after year. They said we were unpatriotic for calling it a scam and 9-11 was a false flag. Well, now it's confirmed, and we were right all along. But does it matter one bit? Nope, the war goes on, and the waste will never end, and the sheepies only care about bread and circus. Nothing ever changes when the conspiracies are proven to be true. Ah, man, I had a lot more to say. We're going to have to go to a weekly show soon, and it's going to be hard, but we got to work it out. I got too much to say. We're going to have a website very soon. And you can read things that I didn't get to during the show. And you can donate to us to keep this cause going and the rational revolution. But for now, i got to say goodbye. Thanks to all of you for listening and staying with us. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and a great New Year's. And I hope good things are to come. Until next time, absorb and radiate love, my friends. Take this was all the Plutocracy Report. I'm Vince Marcanti saying... Boy. Now go on, get, get. Never know when they'll pass you by. Like a sum, the mathematician cannot solve. Like me, trying my hardest to explain.